I told my parents their vocabulary wasn't large enough. Hello and welcome to Nick Snack 4, Neologism's episode 48, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered nihilism, recondite, and prescience. And in this episode, we're covering multifarious, ossify, and inveterate. Before we learn our new words, let's review our words from last episode. Let's start with nihilism. Pick the word most closely related to nihilism. Scare, aberrant, stormy, lawless, or obscene. Scare, aberrant, stormy, lawless, or obscene. We would say lawless because nihilism means total destruction and complete disregard for rules and institutions. And our mnemonic was that nihilism almost sounds like annihilate, and they are in fact very similar. Our next word was recondite. Pick the word most closely related to recondite. Esoteric, enchanting, bitter, shivering, or tasteful. Esoteric, enchanting, bitter, shivering, or tasteful. We would say esoteric because something that is recondite is difficult to understand, and our mnemonic was reconduct. If someone gives us a presentation on something recondite, she will have to reconduct the presentation so we can better understand it. Recondite and reconduct. Lastly, we had prescience. Pick the word most closely related to prescience. Ambition, prediction, significance, indication, or revolution. Ambition, prediction, significance, indication, or revolution. We would say prediction because prescience means foreknowledge, to have knowledge of something before it happens. And we thought of pre meaning before and science meaning knowledge. And we thought of knowledge beforehand. All right, that's it for our review. Let's move on to our new words. Our first word is multifarious. The more multifarious the lifestyles and ideas on public display in a society, the more each of its members must decide for herself what to think and how to act. But he said a cause of this sort was so multifarious that it would be impossible to get to the end of it at jury trial. And to explore the ways in which cross-disciplinary and multifarious thinking can broaden what we know and how we learn as humans. Multifarious, M-U-L-T-I-F-A-R-I-O-U-S, multifarious, M-U-L-T-I-F-A-R-I-O-U-S, multifarious. It's an adjective and it means having many different forms, parts, or elements. It can also mean numerous and varied, or something that is greatly diverse. We have social scientists teasing out the multifarious effects of poverty. So you could have a multifarious crowd, a crowd with a large diversity of people, 
Or when I think of multifarious, I think of the movie Transformers, where the cars transform into multifarious robots with many different parts. Or how about the multifarious colors of a Rubik's Cube? Or how about whatever device you are using to listen to this podcast? I'm sure it is very multifarious as well. I think we should like this word because it's very easy to remember. We can obviously think of multi as meaning many, and the various part rhymes with various. So we can think of multivarious having many parts or varied parts, multivarious. All right, what might be considered multifarious or at least having a multifarious component to it? Here's four options. Buying a shirt at a clothing store when the store is only selling one shirt. Deciding when to use the restroom when you've got to go badly. Determining the causes of the most recent economic recession. Or trying to figure out why you wet the bed when you were 26 years old after consuming two Benadryl with half a gallon of water the night before. True story. We would say determining the causes of the most recent economic recession might have a multifarious component to it. All right, pick the word most closely related to multifarious. Absorbed, premium, many, damp, or harsh. Absorbed, premium, many, damp, or harsh. We would say many most closely relates to multifarious. Here's a harder one. Pick the word most closely related to multifarious. Majestic, momentous, magnificent, mature, or miscellaneous. Majestic, momentous, magnificent, mature, or miscellaneous. We would say miscellaneous because to some degree, miscellany suggests variety. So um, last time I introduced you to the multivarious roles of uh, RNA. RNA is really remarkable. The reasons why a new ceramic type might appear in a particular region are of course complex and multifarious. The community you select will be more diverse than any time in history, bringing multivarious voices to the dialogue for equality. All right, that's the word multifarious, and we thought of multivarious having a lot of variety or parts or elements. Let's move on to our next word, which is ossify. They acquire the sensibility of truth because they repeat over and over again, and they kind of ossify and calcify, and they kind of become real. start to come up, how do we make sure that they don't, you know, ossify into place? All fixed, fast-frozen relations with their train of ancient and venerable prejudices and opinions are swept away. All new formed ones become antiquated before they can ossify. What a great word. Ossify. O-S-S-I-F. Y. Ossify. O-S-S-I-F-Y. It's a verb and it means to harden like bone or to become 
bone-like. All new formed ones become antiquated before they can ossify. To harden like bone or to become bone-like. And once something has ossified, we can say it's gone through ossification. It's also got the prefix oss, os, in it, which means bone. So you can have things that are ossiferous, meaning that they contain parts or fragments of bone. And if you're an archaeologist, you've probably heard of ossiferous caves, caves containing fossilized bones. So here's an interesting fact. Did you know our bones were once unossified? Can you guess at what age? Actually, it was before we were born and we were enjoying the subtle massage and white noise of the womb. So as fetuses at about three months old, our bones, if we can even call them that, begin to ossify and this ossification is completed during our late adolescence. So how do we remember this word? Well, we're going to have to get a little clever and we're going to have to think of how we are in awe by how hard our bones are. We are ossified by our hard bones. We are in awe, ossified by how hard our bones are. All right, which object most closely relates to ossified? A sponge, an apple, a piece of jello, a wooden spoon, or a squishy rock? A sponge, an apple, a piece of jello, a wooden spoon, or a squishy rock. If you said squishy rock, you are wrong. It's too squishy to be ossified, so I think our best bet would be the wooden spoon. All right, pick the word most closely related to ossify. Freeze, famine, lump, slice, evolve. Freeze, famine, lump, slice, evolve. We would say freeze because when something freezes, it gets harder. All right, pick the word most closely related to ossify. Maintain, multiply, modify, manipulate, or motivate. Maintain, multiply, modify, manipulate, or motivate. This one's kind of hard. Maintain, multiply, modify, manipulate, or motivate. We would say modify because to modify something is to change it and anything undergoing ossification goes through some sort of change. Locked into large facilities that were designed to ossify the ideal relationship between artist and audience most appropriate to the 19th century. These processes continue to happen, softening up our hearts of stone, which are always trying to ossify on us and get hard again. All right, that's the word ossify, and we thought of us being in awe of how hard our bones are because we are ossified. Let's move on to our last word, which is inveterate. Like our prior speakers, Julie has a long career in banking, and she is an inveterate innovator. (music) 
So I just want you to know how much passion someone who's an inveterate inventor and entrepreneur can have to still be awake without caffeine. But also, because he was an inveterate hacker, he left a tiny digital wormhole through which he alone could crawl. Inveterate. Inveterate. I-N-V-E-T-E-R-A-T-E. Inveterate. I-N-V-E-T-E-R-A-T-E. It's an adjective, and it means firmly in place, settled, or something that is habitual, firmly in place, settled, or something that is habitual. I mean, so I don't care if you're a vegan or vegetarian or an inveterate carnivore, there's a problem with this. So you often hear of inveterate liars, people who lie all the time or who are habitual liars, and often the word is associated with the pejorative. So you might hear of inveterate murderers or inveterate gamblers, People who compulsively spend money at the casino and have difficulty controlling their spending. I would like to consider myself an inveterate podcaster, but as an astute listener mentioned comically in an iTunes review, I'm not always consistent with when I upload. I am, however, an inveterate insomniac. I don't sleep very well, and I certainly think the cause is multifarious. How about you? What in your life is inveterate, or what are some of your inveterate habits, if we can pardon the redundancy? Obviously, if it's a habit, it's inveterate, right? So that is to say all habits are, by definition, inveterate. So what is inveterate in your life? I'd like to hope you are an inveterate listener of my podcast, and you know perhaps we can continue this relationship indefinitely. We shall See, so to remember this word, let's think of veterans. And I don't know about you, but when I think of veterans, I think of someone who has been around for a long time. And of course, inveterate and veterans share the same word root vetus, which means old. So we can remember veterans and think old. And then remember that inveterate is something that's been around for a while or is habitual. Veterans and inveterate. All right, help me out. Who do you think is displaying inveterate behavior? So we're looking for what might be considered inveterate behavior. The capricious child who puts his shirt on backwards. The stubborn dog who always refuses to go outside when it's raining. The man who decides what to do by flipping a coin as he reads his astrological sign, or the persnickety customer who can't decide how to spend the money she just found on the side of the road. The stubborn dog who always refuses to go outside when it's raining is displaying inveterate or what we might call habitual behavior. Pick the word most closely related to inveterate. New blushing, stereotyped, makeshift, or chronic. New, blushing, stereotyped, makeshift, or chronic. We would say chronic because something that's chronic has been occurring for a while, just like something that's inveterate has been occurring for a while. Pick the word most closely related to inveterate. Fragile, fixed, faulty, 
furtive or fertile. Fragile, fixed, faulty, furtive or fertile. We would say fixed because if something is fixed, it doesn't change, and something that changes wouldn't be considered inveterate. I myself was in therapy for 18 months for a behavioral issue,、uh, in my case, which was inveterate procrastination. I've been an inveterate note taker. I take verbatim notes of what teachers say, and I took verbatim notes of what everyone said in every meeting and every phone call. It didn't help that Roosevelt was challenged as far as exercise, keeping his health up, but also that he was an inveterate smoker. All right, that's the word inveterate, and we thought of veterans and old and inveterate. Let's do a quick review. Our first word was multifarious. We thought of multivarious, something having many parts or varied parts. Then we had ossify, and we were in awe, ossified by how hard our bones are. And lastly, we had inveterate and veterans, and we remembered the word has to do with something that's been around for a long time, or something that is habitual, such as an inveterate liar. So that wraps it up for Nick's Knack for Neologisms episode 48. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't already, don't be shy. Please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. It helps others just like yourself find my podcast so we can all share the love and learning new words. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on episode 49. Bye bye. I'm gonna go.